0: In this episode, we hear from Chris, who, funny as a Mormon, he was teaching primary, and he refused to cut his hair and his beard. So some of the kids thought he was Jesus. They're like, "Look, mom, it's Jesus." <laughs> That's fantastic. Because <laughs> he was probably the only one with yeah, hair like Jesus
1: that. Jesus is in my ward, mom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of funny because they revere Jesus, but nobody's allowed to have a beard, right? Yeah, Pretty you much. can't like have
1: a beard and have long hair and go and be like a temple worker. <laughs>
0: Or go to BYU.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, of course. It's the Lord's school, although Jesus wouldn't even be accepted into BYU because he wouldn't fit the honor code.
0: Well, and he drinks wine.
1: Again, honor code.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Should we get to it? Let's do it. All right, be right back. We are supported by apostate coffee, a damn good cup of joe. I would like to bear my testimony
1: that you will (laughs) love this blend with every fiber of your being. Uh, You mean... Bean? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) The Les Bean medium dark variety roasted in small batches to ensure
0: freshness, zero bitterness, and balanced acidity. With the sacred not secret combo of caramel and cocoa, very fancy. Mm -hmm. This coffee will nourish and strengthen your body. So stop drinking subpar coffee. Give the Les
1: Bean blend a try today at apostatecoffee.com. That's apostatecoffee.com.
0: Hey, everybody, I'm Mary. And I'm Shelly. And this is episode 26 of LDL letters! letters, the Latter-day Lesbian Midweek Male Podcast. I feel like you're oh.
1: cutting me off short on letters. <laughs> I want to draw it out a little more.
0: Do, well, Can we the, try it again? Well, the original is not drawn out that much. <sighs> you know what? Just do a fucking drawn-out letters right now. Letters! You okay. feel feel better. I do.
1: I'm a little bit uh, fulfilled. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you're feeling better about life. Mm-hmm. Who are we talking about today? We Who wrote are in? reading a letter from Chris. Hi, and Chris. Hi, Chris. His letter is entitled "Getting Out of the Club." So I'm going to get to uh, Chris's letter. What do you think of that? Uh, I pumped. I am pumped. I want to hear from Chris. <laughs> okay. You don't want to throw any more letters? No. I think. I think. I. I've got, well. That, uh, nope. No? Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hi, Mary and Shelley. Hi, Chris. My name is Chris. Let me give a brief bio. I'm an ex-Mormon who was born and raised in the church. We never hear that. Never happens. (laughs) My ex-wife is also an ex-Mormon, born and raised, although neither of us have pioneer heritage.
1: So I was basically more chosen than them. (laughs) And I'm going to a worse hell because I had more knowledge of the truth.
0: Oh, is that how it goes?
1: Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Like, the more you know when you turn away from it, the worse hell it is.
0: Like, yeah. So... Is there a special outer darkness? No, or? it's just hell in general. But like, but there's tiers of it. Is this like the terrestrial, celestial, yeah, and outer? Yeah. Okay.
1: So here's a, here's a hint: there isn't actually a hell. Basically, Mormon hell is everything that isn't in the top level of the celestial kingdom because that's where you get to hang with God. So if you can't hang with God all the time, then that is hell to you. What if God's a boring motherfucker? Well, Mormon God is.
0: <laughs> so the other stuff sounds better anyway.
1: I'm going to be chilling in outer darkness with my LDL peeps. But you, Mary, it. you don't get to go to outer darkness. Do you know why? Because you were never baptized. You were never a Mormon. So I don't even get to
0: go to your version
1: of hell or no, whatever. No, my version's is. worse, according to Mormons.
0: Oh, my God. You even have to have, like, an exclusive hell that excludes <laughs> worse hell or something. So some
1: Mormons will argue that outer darkness is reserved for people like if a prophet of the Lord um, were to go against the church. Whereas my knowledge— a, because I don't have the priesthood, and B because like I was never a prophet isn't as sure. So me leaving Mormonism isn't really outer darkness. It's like the lowest level, the
0: terrestrial
1: the telestial kingdom. Okay. That's what the murderers the rapists and the pedophiles. You, however, will be in the <laughs> telestial king wait, terrestrial kingdom. You'll be
0: above me. What? How do I, as a Nevermo, never baptized, even get to approach any of these levels.
1: Because you are a good person
0: (laughs) and you will likely
1: accept the gospel.
0: According to whom? Mormons. All right. Okay. Well, you know, all this is perfect about his letter getting out of the club Mm because it's a stupid club.
1: Okay. (laughs) Sure is.
0: And it may be fake. There, I said it. (laughs) All right. Uh, We grew up in the Salt Lake Valley, so right in the heart of the TBMs. We have two teenage daughters. It's been about five years since my wife left the church and four for me. She was able to leave a bit sooner than I did due to geography and the fact that I was part of, quote, the club. I'll get to that in a minute. Mm. Okay. First, let me say how much I'm enjoying your podcast. Aw, thanks, Chris. Chris. I cherry picked a few episodes, which. Oh. <laughs> oh, Chris. Chris, you might be on Shelly's shit Chris, list right we're going to
1: need to have some words.
0: <laughs> you hate yeah. that. Fucking you ate Chris. that so much. Mm-hmm. But now. I'm working my way from the beginning. (laughs) I love you, (laughs) Chris. So you want to retract what you were saying about Chris two seconds ago? I mean, he made a poor choice in the beginning, (laughs) but he (laughs) saw
1: the error of his ways, Uh probably because he He probably probably felt shamed by you. That's what I'm saying. He probably (laughs) ended up handpicking an episode where I was like, what the fuck's wrong, people who go out of order? (laughs) So then he felt shame, and then he did the right thing and went to episode one. The right thing. The right thing. Thank you, Chris. (laughs) Tell all your friends, start at episode one. Or she'll shame them, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Aside from the content, you two have great chemistry. You should have seen us last night. Okay. Was that last night? Uh, Really? We're doing this? (laughs) And the night
1: before. Oh, Jesus. Okay, sorry,
0: Chris. Go. Wow. (laughs) You know, it's a good thing, listeners, that somebody is trying to stay on the up and up here. Who? Who? Not you. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Kay. So he says our great chemistry, mm-hmm. not last night. Keep it clean. Oh. I mean, not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with last I night. I know. You just hurt my feelings
1: like there was no chemistry. <laughs> I felt chemistry. No, I'm
0: saying that Chris was not referring to the boudoir. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he wasn't there. like my French. No. Okay. Anyway, he says, our chemistry makes the show more enjoyable. (laughs) Aw. Thanks, Chris. (laughs) Until right now. (laughs) (laughs) I've abandoned podcasts that had great content but poor delivery. You know, I feel Mm. you on that. I've done the same thing. Shortly after I left the church, I found a podcast hosted by two men who are ex-Mormon called Thank God I'm Atheist. Mm. They do a great job, but as a man— I was interested in hearing a woman's perspective on the church and her journey to becoming an ex-Mormon.
1: Oh. Wow, well, that's that cool. is cool, interesting. Thank you, Chris, for wondering what a woman would feel. That's really
0: cool, yeah. actually. it's very woke. <laughs> You're so woke, Chris. Okay. I really appreciate you being vulnerable, both of you, he says, although I think that Shelley wins the vulnerability prize, for sure. Thank you. <laughs> and sharing your stories.
1: Sharing is caring.
0: Sharing is caring. Uh I don't think you could do it any other way, Shelly. No. It's just like part of who you are. Yeah. And that was like one of the main reasons I was attracted to you in the beginning is how open you are. And the chemistry. And and all the chemistry. (laughs) (laughs) Lordy. Mm -hmm. Let's get back to Chris's letter, shall we? I said that it took a bit longer for me to leave the church because I was in the club. You see, I'm a straight white male with all the trimmings. <laughs> What's a white male trimming? Carry <laughs> on. It makes on. me think of like all the fixins. <laughs> okay. I served a mission in Switzerland and France. He is white. That's pretty white. <laughs> yeah. Which I very much enjoyed, probably because I loved the cultures and the people and was more focused on the experience than the numbers. Yeah. Very good is that what the church wants you to focus on or are they all about numbers the church wants baptisms why
1: to show growth why uh they're a corporation
0: so they want more money yes okay glad we could get to the bottom yeah. of that yeah. we hadn't talked about churches money grabbing in a while so you know you i think
1: if they had like 100 billion sitting around they wouldn't huh. feel the need
0: to keep Too bad. getting more people i, I, don't, know, I don't know sure where would they would find them that a lot of good of money yeah No, that's interesting mm-hmm. they should get on that yeah okay Despite the fact that as a returned missionary, I did and still do have long hair and a beard. That's amazing. Chris. I haven't seen my chin in 26 years, he says. But I thought that was frowned upon. It is. Huh. Oh, for sure. I wonder what, did it say what year he went on his mission? Uh, I don't think so. Not so far.
1: It's less frowned upon now because mm. like beards are sort of in style so people are kind of let it, letting it pass although you still can't go to BYU and have a beard. That's so stupid. It is stupid but I remember when my dad was mission president and I was out there visiting him and a kid who was in his mission who was a native German uh, had gotten off of his mission and then he was now like a normal Mormon civilian whatever you want to call it and he came to visit my dad and he had grown a goatee. And the first thing my dad said when he saw him was like, shave your face. What are you doing? Uh huh. Yeah, like shaming. I mean, that's so Isn't stupid. is he also the one that had the earring? He had an earring and his hat <laughs> turned backward. But it's like, dad, this kid's coming to visit you. Uh-huh. He doesn't have to. He's He
0: likes you and now you've shamed him, you dickwad. Yeah, but that's your dad's M.O. I know, I'm just he saying. He to put everybody in their place. Yeah. Your dad is like ward cleaver. Like he is stuck in 1955.
1: Oh, for sure. Probably 53. I don't know. I (laughs) had to go earlier. I did.
0: Mm -hmm. Let's see how you are. (laughs) He was ahead of his time. (laughs) Not really. In being behind the times. (laughs) Uh, But he says, my wards never cared about his facial hair and long hair, probably because I checked all the other boxes. Where did he live? Utah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, He says, I could teach gospel doctrine like nobody's business. I mean, that does matter for sure. Like if they talk like they know their shit. Yeah. Well, this is a funny side note. Oh, sorry. I heard more than one primary kid say, look, mommy, Jesus, <laughs> while pointing at me. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it seems like his gospel teachings carry more weight. Sure. But I, because he looks the part.
1: I would promise you that people in his ward talk behind his back for sure. <laughs> no offense, Chris, but you know, that's true.
0: Back to the club. Being a straight white male, who checked all the boxes, made me a member of the good old Mormon Boys Club. Mm -hmm. I didn't ask to be in the club. I didn't petition to join, but I received the benefits nonetheless. All that being said, my wife and I were not TBMs. We had thoughts. We had questions. For example— it always bothered me that the bishopric would ask me if it was okay for my wife to accept a calling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> had to run it past the yeah. husband. I wonder how many men thought
1: that was weird. Women, Most women think it's weird unless you were super brainwashed, which I was, and I just thought it was totally appropriate. But I wonder how many times that bothered a man. Like, why are you asking me and not my wife? You know, interesting.
0: Yeah. He then goes on to say, she's a grown-ass woman who can make (laughs) her own decisions. That's right. Why don't you ask her, is what Mm -hmm. I thought, but never articulated, because I was bought in on the doctrine and the plan of salvation. So do guys think that part of their salvation rests on them being in charge of everything? That's part of what's going to get well, them saved as well?
1: Yeah. I mean, the men are the ones who are going to be in charge. They are in control of their family. They are responsible for their family. Hmm. So if their family fucks up and leaves the church, it's on them. Okay. You and know, they also like, are
0: just like our breadwinners and the head of the yeah, household. No, and completely. they're like buying
1: into all the it's whole thing. It's their job to get their family into heaven. Okay. No pressure, boys. Yeah, no pressure.
0: Chris says, you talk about that shelf. Well, I would put things on my shelf and keep my shoulder to the wheel Mm -hmm. (laughs) because this was the one true church. Yep. Wagon wheel. Trek. We've been over this. It's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There were other things about the church that never sat well with my wife. Things like tithing settlement, where Mm -hmm. all the money was lumped together under my name only— even though she was an equal contributor to our finances. Oh, yeah. Uh. I guess you didn't know that. So so no. my ex and I, we were um, co-owners of a business. Yeah.
1: We both uh, took in an income, but the tithing was paid under his name. Why? Because the man.
0: Patriarchy, baby. Patriarchy. Uh, you know, this just reminds me of that conversation I had the other night with um, a friend, and I kind of use that term loosely. We are friends. I'm more friends with his wife, but— He truly doesn't believe patriarchy exists. I guess he thinks we're making it up.
1: He's a white dude.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, okay, if there's no patriarchy, why hasn't there been a woman president? Why aren't there more women CEOs? Why are not more women in clergy or hold important positions in churches? Yeah, Maybe he just truly thinks that, well, if they were qualified, they'd get the job. Right. That must be what he thinks. He,
1: yes. If they were qualified, they would get the job. He thinks that. But let's keep in mind that women have been held down, not being educated, being taught they need to stay in the home. You know, so if you expect a woman at age 40 without really an education because she's been doing the stay-at-home mom thing, because that's what she's told you she has to do, how the hell is she supposed to compete with a 40-year-old man who has 20 years of experience in that
0: field? Not only that, perception for sure, such a huge deal. Absolutely. Whenever a female candidate runs for president, what do we care about her outfit, her mm-hmm. hair? Yeah. If we cared so much about outfits and hair, then baggy suit comb over oh, would not be, be president right no. now. No. So it's really stupid. We have double standards. Yeah. As so there this is in this fucking patriarchy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. Well, don't get me started. Carry on. Okay. Oh, yeah, she had the gall to want a career, meaning his wife. She balanced that career, motherhood, and her true love of art until she was able to drop the mainstream career and become a full-time artist. Very cool. so you
1: mean she neglected her children? (laughs) Because that's what Mormons are going to tell you. Is that what, oh,
0: jeez. She does fine art, so we always had her paintings up in our house. Wow. Some of these paintings included nudes. (gasps) Oh, this should be interesting.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm liking this letter.
0: We had pictures of Mormon Jesus in our house, too. Was he nude? (laughs) But we also had those nudes. You can bet that didn't sit well with the ward or the neighborhood. But we showed up every Sunday and paid our tithing, so I guess those things went on their shelf. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple who are not inside that Mormon box. He's got long hair and a beard. She's, you know, got a career, and then and naked people on the wall. Naked people that she's painting, Mm -hmm. and that does not fit into that typical mormon box mm-hmm.
1: you know what i would have thought back when i was super tbm if i knew people like that it would have stumped me like how can they be like in good standing in the church they have nudes on their wall like, like <laughs> you would think that that drives the spirit out what's going <laughs> like like really it would have been like what, the, what drives the, the
0: spirit out. yeah the spirit was here and then was offended by the nudity because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know god didn't create us naked or anything yeah no no So, Shelly, I think we should take a quick break. Okay. Pay some bills. Do it. And then finish up this letter when we get back. What do you think? I like it. Okay. Be right back. We are supported by BetterHelp.com. We have mental health professionals periodically on our show, and we wanted to find an affordable online therapy option for our listeners. I think BetterHelp is it. Yep, they will assess your needs, match
1: you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can always change counselors if you want.
0: You can send messages to your counselor and receive timely responses, and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. It's more affordable than just normal counseling, and financial aid is available. And through this exclusive offer, LDLers get 10% off their first month. Visit BetterHelp.com/LDL. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com/LDL for ten
1: percent off your first month. Start living a happier life today. We're
0: back. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chris says, after we moved out of the ward, I found out that some of the neighbor kids were not allowed to play at our house because of those nude paintings. I knew it. I knew it. They were talking <laughs> behind your back, Chris. I fucking called it. My wife was never keen on wearing dresses either. Oh. <laughs> but I digress, much like a certain podcast I could mention. Hmm, what do you think he's talking about? I don't
1: know. Hmm. We don't digress. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You can cite all of the cognitive dissonance that you want regarding church history and the Book of Mormon, but you know what finally did it for me? Empathy. Yes. I saw these people who I truly loved struggle to be happy. But how could that be when we have the plan of happiness? Mm-hmm. And you put plan of happiness in like caps, like capital P, <laughs> and then happiness yeah. is capital H. Is that a it's thing? It's a proper noun. Yes. Is it written down somewhere? Yes. Is it this- <laughs>
1: Not in real people's worlds, but in Mormon worlds, yeah. <laughs> like
0: Doctrine of Covenants, like another thing you can look at. I bet it's if I looked up some down. manuals, yes, it would say <laughs> the plan of happiness
1: in Mormon manuals. Trademark.
0: GM, <laughs> <TM>, people. <laughs> Funny. Chris says, there were times when my wife would come home from church and cry, and not in a touched by the spirit way. Oh, I'm sorry. Church isn't supposed to make you feel that way. I agree. It shouldn't mm-hmm. make you cry out of just yeah. frustration and sadness and desperation. Yeah. After we'd left the church, I remember apologizing to my wife for not doing anything to help her with her struggles, Mm. but I didn't know what to do. I bet that happens a lot. Well, yeah, because what's he going to
1: do in order for him to make her feel better? He's going to have to go to the men around him and above him and say, we need to change this. But right. that's not going to happen because then right. there's a target on him. Yeah. I believe that when it finally gets to the point where a man is upset with how his wife is being treated, they're going to end up leaving. Yeah. Because he can't fix the treatment of his wife. Right. They're not going to change the way they treat her.
0: Right. I hear you. Because patriarchy. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't exist oh, according that's right, to my Because friend. pretend patriarchy. <laughs> pretend patriarchy. Okay. This was our church. This was our identity. To her credit, she thanked me for saying so, but also forgave me because she realized the culture we were in and the expectations placed on me as the head of the household. Yep, Yeah, that's a big job right there. A lot of responsibility. Yeah,
1: Mormonism does not just fuck up the women.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I have dear friends who struggled with same-sex attraction. The thing that really sealed it for me— was that these were not dissenters. Mm -hmm. These were devoted members who desperately wanted to be in the club but couldn't because of who they were. Wow. They wanted to do all the things, but doing all the things did not bring them joy. I mean, I guess it brings some people joy, right? Fake joy. Yeah, I guess. Lonely joy. Well, I think there are some people who are really invested in calling. No, I'm talking about gay people. Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying, who receives joy from from this church? Some, I guess some people think they receive sure, joy. Yeah, because they don't know anything else. Or they're just really invested in climbing this ladder mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of um, the priesthood. Mm-hmm. And if it works out for them, then I guess that's an accomplishment feeling yeah. or, or something. Or you feel more special, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adam fell that men might be and men are that they might have joy. This is a quote. He's got a, yes. he's got quotations yes. around this. What is that? It's Mormon. Where is it from the temple? It's or from the Book of Mormon. Thing? Okay. I always interpreted that scripture as figurative, but I guess it's literal. Only the men get to have joy. There you go. Wow. I would look at these people I dearly loved and say to myself, I'm sorry for what you're going through. That sucks but it doesn't affect me because I'm part of the club. So good luck. I'm sure you'll work it out. I guess meaning his um, same-sex attraction friends. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah, it sounds like Chris has come a long way. Oh, yeah. Finally, I reached a point where I could no longer abide this. I decided that I did not want to belong to a club that makes the people I love feel like shit, especially for doing nothing more than wanting to live an authentic life. So I left. Yeah, Chris. Well, you know— It's interesting, the whole exclusion policy has been a big deal for a lot of straight people. Don't you think? I do, because, I mean, find me a
1: heterosexual person who doesn't know of a gay person, except for my mom, according to her, before I told her I was gay. Um, But really, find like the people our age that don't know a gay person, because people are brave enough to come out.
0: Well, and he said he left the church because of empathy, which would indicate to me that you can't find as much empathy within the church. Right. Yeah, does sound that way. My wife and I started dating when I was 17 and she was 18. Wow, that's young. We checked off all the LDS boxes, be a returned missionary, marry a returned missionary, marry in the temple, raise kids, although with only two. We were well short of the quota. Uh, Yeah, I'll say.
1: (laughs) Get your shit together, Chris and
0: wife. And serve faithfully in our callings. It's been almost a year now since our divorce was finalized. We ended a 30-year relationship because— We were simply not the people we were at 18. That makes sense, right? Who is? I know. And the one overriding thing in our marriage, our religion, was gone. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly question if we would have even married each other if we weren't so invested in checking off all the boxes. You know, this is not the first time we've heard this. No.
1: So common in people who've left the church. For sure.
0: Because then that's the thing you had in common. And then you leave the church and like, well, now what? We're both much happier people now and continue to co-parent our kids with love and support. That's great. Um, I don't know why I was compelled to share all this with you. Maybe it was the, quote, burning in my bosom. 100%. (laughs) But I knew in my heart of hearts, also in quotes. (laughs) (laughs) I love this guy. That I needed to do so. Okay, enough snark. I wrote this because storytelling and the exchange of shared experiences is what connects us as human beings. It creates bonds in a way nothing else does. I agree completely. Well said, Chris. Amen to that, Chris. Keep talking. I'll keep listening. Chris. I love it. What
1: a fantastic letter. Chris, thank you so much. You guys know this. We love the letters. We love all this. It feels good. To know that the letters are doing what we had hoped they would do, inviting more people to write their letters and more to share and to connect, share. it's yeah. beautiful. It's a beautiful. Thing. And
0: just a quick pitch for our uh, Letter Day Lesbian Discussion page on Facebook. We invite everyone to join us on there. You just have to answer the questions. What are dogs' names? Eddie and Domino. And what's a foon pod? Fucked up Mormon phrase of the day. If you can answer those questions. <laughs> speaking of Ed, Eddie and Domino, <laughs> hey! shut it. Did they hear their names? Probably. Assholes. So if you can answer those questions, you're in the group and we have a lot of discussions and it's great once someone hears their letter being read, the outreach. Mm-hmm. Um, people love to chime in on that page and, and just talk about the letters and yeah. and talk about how moved they are by the people that wrote them. I think it's fantastic. Me too. By the way, he wants to buy us a drink the next time we're in Salt Lake City. Chris, you may absolutely buy us a drink during
1: Pride in June of 2020. We'll be there. We
0: look forward to meeting you. Mm -hmm. Thanks for writing in. As a reminder, if you would like to get in touch with us, we hope you do. Please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. I guess we should wrap this one up. Yep. Okay. Keep the letters coming, everybody. Mm -hmm. Appreciate that so much. We'll talk to you again next week. We sure will. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.